Welcome to Zikru Daf Siman. Remember my Ram Goldar and Dirma Zakas Babakama Daf Yadal. The first parak Arba Avos. The first parak is sponsored by Mr. and Mrs. Moshe and Devorah Smith and is dedicated to our courageous soldiers of Saul, the remarkable citizens of Israel, and to all incredible Jewish people. May Kosh Baruch Hu watch over all of us and grant Israel a complete victory over Hamas and the return of all the hostages safely. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, on the previous Daf, Amaraim disagreed if Shane and Regal are exempt in a jointly owned Chatzar. Here, Rabbi Lezer is challenged from a b'risa quoted by Rav Yosef, which explicitly obligates them. Rabbi responds that another b'risa supports his view. Chatzah shutafim v'abika, regarding a chatzah owned by partners or an open area of fields, patu ba'al shen regal. A damager is exempt from shen and regal there. The more that the b'risas contradict each other and answers that this second b'risa discusses a chatzah designated for both people's oxen and produce. So each is exempt from shen and regal since he may bring his oxen there. Rav Yosef's b'risa is discussing a chatzah which is miyuchedes leperes ve'en miyuchedes leshvarim, designated for their produce but not for their oxen. Since oxen are not permitted to be brought in, the damage is considered to take place in another's field and liable for shen and regal. The Gemara notes that it is possible that the Amaraim earlier did not argue at all, and each was discussing one of the two cases above, one of which is exempt from Shane and Regal, and the other is liable. If they do argue, they argue about a chutzer, which is not designated for oxen. Pointing to the next Mishal is several rules about payments of damages, and the Gemara will explain each one. The first is Shum Kesef. Payment is based on monetary assessment. Review explains, Shum This assessment of damages should only be based on the amount of money lost. This mission supports a price which teaches that if a cow damaged a garment or a garment damaged a cow, we don't say the cow should go to the garment's owner in the first case as payment for the garment regardless of the amount of damage, or the garment should go to the cow's owner in the second case as payment for the cow. Rather, we assess the damage based on the monetary value loss, and he pays that amount. And pointing with the next phrase in the Mishnah is Shavakesav. Payment is made with something worth money. Abrais explains it means that payment is only from the Chos Mishayish meaning land. Still, if the damaged party went first and sees Matatlin, movable items, Basin Govin Basin collects for him from them. Ravashi ultimately explains how the phrase Shavik Kesev in the Mishnah implies land specifically. Shavik Kesev will Kesev, something worth money, but not money itself. And all these movable items are like money because they can be transported anywhere and sold for cash. The Gemara said this mission appears to contradict a Bryce on Dav Zainam and Olive, which starts him from Yashi, if he shall return money, or Abu's Shavakesev Afiosubing, to include anything worth money payment, even bran. The Gemara answers the Bryce is discussing orphans of the responsible party who only pay the father's obligation from land they inherited and not Metaltoin. Still, the Bryce had concluded that if the damaged party sees Metaltoin, his damages are collected from them because the case is Shatafas Machaim, where he sees them during the lifetime of the damager when he was entitled to collect them. So, once again, the three points are number one. On the previous Daf, Amraim disagreed if Shane and Regor are exempt in a jointly owned Chatzar. Here, Rabbi Lezer is challenged from a Bryce quoted by Rav Yosef, which explicitly obligates them. Rabbi responds that another Bryce supports his view. Regarding a Chatzar owned by partners or an open area of fields, a damager is exempt from Shane and Regal there. The more that the Bryce's contradict each other and answers that this second Bryce discusses a Chatzar designated for both people's oxen and produce. So each is exempt from Shane and Regal since he may bring his oxen there. Rav Yosef's Bryce is discussing a Chatzar which is designated for their produce but not for their oxen. Since oxen are not permitted to be brought in, the damage is considered to take place in another's field and liable for Shane and Regal.
The Gemara notes that it is possible that the Amarim earlier did not argue at all, and each was discussing one of the two cases above, one of which is exempt from Shane and Regal, and the other is liable. If they do argue, they argue about a chutzer, which is not designated for oxen. Pointing to the next Mishnah is several rules about payments of damages, and the Gemara will explain each one. The first is Shum Kesef. Payment is based on monetary assessment. Review explains Shum Kesef. This assessment of damages should only be based on the amount of money lost. This mission supports a price which teaches that if a cow damaged a garment or garment damaged a cow, we don't say the cow should go to the garment's owner in the first case as payment for the garment regardless of the amount of damage, or the garment should go to the cow's owner in the second case as payment for the cow. Rather, we assess the damage based on the monetary value loss, and he pays that amount. And pointing with the next phrase in the Mishnah is Shavakesav. Payment is made with something worth money. Abrais explains it means that payment is only from the Chos Mishesham meaning land. Still, if the damaged party went first and sees Mataltoin, movable items, Basin Govinulomahen, Basin collects for him from them. Ravashi ultimately explains how the phrase Shavit Kesev in the Mishnah implies land specifically. Shavit Kesev alo Kesev, something worth money, but not money itself. And all these movable items are like money because they can be transported anywhere and sold for cash. The more I said, this mission appears to contradict a Bryce on Dav Zainam and Olive, which Darshan from Yashi, if he shall return money, or Abu Shavakasev Afeo Subing, to include anything worth money payment, even Bran. The more answer is the Bryce is discussing orphans of the responsible party who only pay the father's obligation from land they inherited and not Metaltoin. Still, the Bryce had concluded that if the damaged party sees Metaltoin, his damages are collected from them because the case is Shatafas Machaim, where he sees them during the lifetime of the damager when he was entitled to collect them. All right, so now we go to Simon Daf Yadalit, and our standard Simon is a Yada hand, and we often use a juggler in the Simon, a juggler. So here goes. When a cow ate the juggler's fruit, he juggled that was kept in a jointly owned chutzur designated for fruit, but not oxen. The juggler realized he would get paid for the damage, minus the value of the mazik's window he broke, while performing his juggling act. For the Yosomi who only pay their father's obligations from land they inherited, not metaltoline. Once again, slow motion. When a cow ate the juggler's fruit, juggler, that must be enough. Yud dalad, yud, hand. When a cow ate the juggler's fruit, he juggled that was kept in a jointly owned chutzur designated for fruit, but not oxen, which reminds Zagmur discusses the case of a chutzur, which is miucheretz peres venu miucheretz shvarim, designated for produce, but not for oxen. Since the oxen are not permitted to be rotten by the partners of this chutzur, the damage is considered to take place in another's field, and one is liable for shane and regal. So when a cow ate the juggler's fruit, he juggled that was kept in a jointly owned chutzur, designated for fruit, but not oxen. The juggler realized he would get paid for the damage minus the value of the muzik's window he broke while performing his juggling act, which reminds us, the next Mishnah lists several rules about payments of damages. And the more explains each one. The first is Shum Kesev. Payment is based on monetary assessment. Rebut explains, Shum Zet Loyel Bekesev. Their assessment of damages should only be based on the amount of money lost. So when a cow ate the juggler's fruit, he juggled that was kept in a jointly owned chutzer, designated for fruit. But not oxen. The juggler realized he would get paid for the damage, minus the value of the mazik's window he broke, while performing his juggling act. For the Yosomi who only pay their father's obligations from land they inherited, not metaltoin. Which reminds us, the next phrase in the Mishnah is Shavakesim. Payment is made with something worth money. Abrais explains it means that payment is only from the Chasim, Sheisham meaning land. Still, if the damaged party went first and sees metaltoin, movable items, Basin Govinulomahen, Basin collects for him from them. In Abrais, we learn regarding orphans of the responsible party, they only pay the father's obligations from land they inherited and not metaltoin. So once again, 
When a cow ate the juggler's fruit, he juggled that was kept in a jointly owned chutzer, designated for fruit, but not oxen. The juggler realized he would get paid for the damage, minus the value of the mazik's window he broke, while performing his juggling act. For the Yosomi will only pay their father's obligations from land they inherited, not metaltalin. All right, so now it's time for a Forbelah Bachazar. Daf Yud. So the Simr Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The groundbreaking ceremony for the minion of Yidin's new shul, minion of Yidin, that must mean we're on Daf Yud. The groundbreaking ceremony for the minion of Yidin's new shul was a disaster when an animal fell into a pit and died right after the president had dug the tenth tefach, which reminds us, the Mishan Daf Tassaman base had stated, If I caused part of the damage, I'm liable in payment of his damage, like causing the whole damage. A bright seal illustrates that if one digs a pit nine tefachim deep and another comes along and completes it to a depth of ten tefachim, the last person alone is high for death or damages it causes. Thus, although the second person only increased the pit's capacity for damage, he's fully culpable for its damages. So the groundbreaking ceremony for the minion of Yin's new shul was a disaster, when an animal fell into a pit and died right after the present had dug the tenth tefach, just as a bench holding five members collapsed after a heavy member sat down as well, which reminds us that Bryson brings a case where five people were sitting on a bench and did not break it from their combined weight, and then one more person came and sat on it and broke it. This last person is fully liable. The Bryce is discussing someone like Papa Bar Abba, who was extraordinarily heavy and did not have permission to use the bench. So the groundbreaking ceremony for the minion of Yin's new shul was a disaster, when an animal fell into a pit and died right after the president had dug the tenth tefach, just as a bench holding five members collapsed after a heavy member sat down as well, while the stench from the navel wafted over the Niza cried out, that it was depreciating, which reminds us. The Gemara notes that the Mishnah did not state Chavdi Benizko, I'm liable for his damage, but Betashuminizko, in the payment of his damage, which carries the connotation of Hashlama, completion. This teaches Shabali Matapin Ben Nevela that the owner of the killed animal must deal with the carcass in terms in terms of Pachas Nevela, the carcass's depreciation. Since it belongs to the owner immediately, he suffers the loss of any further depreciation between its death and the court case. Daf Yudov, so the Simran Daf Yudov is stars like the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. When the thief threw a blanket decorated in star stars, that must be on Daf Yudov. When the thief threw a blanket decorated in stars over the rotting carcass, he had to keep because Ain Shamin Loganav, which reminds us, Shmuel said, Ain Shamin Loganav, Loganav, we do not evaluate for a thief or a robber the carcass of a stolen animal which died, rather they keep the carcass and pain full. Ellen is we only evaluate a carcass for cases of damages. Tosis explains that although generally one can pay with anything of value, thieves cannot because the Torah requires them to fully replace the stolen item or its value in money. So, when the thief threw a blanket decorated in stars over the rotting carcass he had to keep because ain't shaming Loganov, his wife, who just miscarried a shilya over two days, demanded he get it out of the house, which reminds the Gemara discusses how we count a woman's tumor if a shilya, an amniotic sac, partially emerged during a miscarriage of one day and finished emerging the next day. So when the thief threw a blanket decorating stars over the rotting carcass he had to keep because Ain Shamin Loganov, his wife who just miscarried a shilya over two days, demanded he get it out of the house, while his shomer guarding his getaway car got another shomer to watch it because he couldn't take the smell. Which reminds the brings him out is whether a shomer who transferred something he was washing to another shomer is exempt from damages to the item. Dafyud Base. So the Zim Dafyud Base is 12 brothers. So here goes. The boy who picked up an Evid holding a microwave oven to show his 11 brothers. Boy, 11 brothers? That must be on Dafyud Base. 12 brothers. The boy who picked up an Evid holding a microwave oven to show his 11 brothers. And Evid is like Ark in terms of acquiring metaltoline. 
with a Kenyanaga, which reminds us the Gemara discusses if Avadi more like Karka regarding acquiring metaltoin along with them. So the boy who picked up an Evid holding a microwave oven to show his 11 brothers, and Evid is like Karka in terms of acquiring metaltoin with a Kenyanaga, accidentally dropped him on a live Bachor, making him a Chayv to pay damages, which reminds us the Mishan Duff Tesama based taught that one is only Chayv for damages to properties which are not subject to Me'ila. Now this implies that even if they're hectish, one would be high for damaging them, provided they're not subject to Me'ila. Rabbi Yochan explains that the mission refers to Kachim Kalim, Karbanas of lesser Kedusha, such as Shami Morbachor, and follows the opinion of Yossi Agli, who holds that Kachim Kalim Mamun Balimu, it's the personal property of the owner. So the boy who picked up an Evid holding a microwave oven to show his 11 brothers, an Evid is like Karka in terms of acquiring metaltoline, with the Kenyan Agav, accidentally dropped him on a live Bechor, making him chayev to pay damages to the cone who's trying to sell it since nowadays it belongs to him, which reminds us, a Mishnah teaches that an unblemished Bechor may be sold by a cone while it's alive, and a blemished one may be sold even after Shechita. Rav Nachman explained this refers to a Bechor nowadays, which cannot be sacrificed and so belongs to a cone. Still, if it was shakted without a blemish, it's prohibited in benefit as a carbon shakted outside the Mikdash. While the Beit of Mikdash are standing, a live unblemished Bechor does not belong personally to the Kohen. Rav Nachman was challenged from Rav Yossi Agui, who considers Kachim Kohen to be personal property, even with the Beit of Mikdash are standing. Ravina answers Rav Yossi discussed is a Bechor outside Eretz Yisrael, which Rabbi Shimon holds should not be brought to Eretz Yisrael to be sacrificed, and is therefore the Kohen's property. Daf Yud Gimel, so this Daf Yud Gimel is a Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. The Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be more on Daf Yud Gimel. The Bar Mitzvah boy, whose first ever Shlami, which was a Tom Gord, making Mechayev to pay half damages from the meat, but not from the Amorim, which reminds us, Rabbi Abba said, Shlami Sheheziku, if a Shlami animal, which is a Tom, damages, Govim Vesarin, he may collect half damages from its meat, which the owner normally eats, Vena Govim Amorim, but cannot collect from its Amorim, the part sacrificed on the Mizbeach. Although this seems obvious, since Amorim are brought on the Mizbeach, Rabbi Abba meant he cannot even collect from the meat corresponding to the value of the Amorim, which cannot be collected, and only collects half of the meat. So the Bar Mitzvah boy, whose first ever Shlamim, which was a Tam Gord, making Mechayev to pay half damages from the meat, but not from the Amorim, was in the midst of admitting to a rabbi it was Nechazim Yuchadim, and not Hefker, which reminds us the Mishnah Daf Tazama based taught the damage payments only applied to Nechazim Yuchadim, privately owned properties, and three interpretations are given. The second one being Pratla Nichse Hefker. The mission is excluding ownerless properties. The more explains the cases where an ownerless animal damaged an owned one and someone else acquired it. The damaged party has no claim to the animal, which was unowned at the time of the damage. So the Bar Mitzvah boy, whose first ever Shlamim, which was a Tom Gord, making Mechaev to pay half damages on the meat, but not the Amorim, was in the midst of admitting to a rabbi it was Nachasim Yuchadim, and not Hefker, when all of a sudden he noticed the pet goat was eating the Nizak's produce in the Chatzar's family jointly owned with the Nizak, which reminds us that Gomorrah brings the Machokas of a jointly owned Chatzar is exempt from Shane and Regal. All right, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do we discuss how we count days of Tuma when a woman miscarries a Shulia over two days? That's on Duff. Yidav. Good. Number two. Which stuff do the case where five people are sitting on a bench and a sixth person who is very fat sits down as well and breaks it? That's on Duff. Yud. Good. Number three. Which stuff do we have three different pshatim of what nechasim miuchadim means? That's on Duff. Yud. Good. Number four. Which stuff do we have that you somehow only pay for their father's obligations from Karka, not metaltalin? That's on Duff. Yidav. Good. Number five. Which stuff do you learn that one would be high for damages to live Kachim Kalim, such as Bechor or Shlamim? That's on Duff. Yud Beis. Good number six. 
which that be the case of a chaser that's miyuchedes for fruit, but not for oxen, that's on dav. Yedag, number seven. Which stuff to discuss whether slaves are like kark regarding acquiring metaltoin along with them? That's on Dove. Yed base. Good number eight. Which stuff to learn from Shum Kesev? The damages are assessed on a monetary basis. That's on Dove. Yedad. Good number nine. Which stuff to the case where Ruvain sold all his fields to Shimon? Then Shimon sold one field to Levi, and Ruvain's creditors, and Ruvain's creditor then comes. That's on Dove. Yodchas, good. And number 10, which stuff do Melchus, whether a shomer gets another shomer to watch an item, it's high for damages. That's on Dov. Yodov, excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Yavram Goldhoff from Zichur Vashim. A great day and great learning.